Hello and welcome to episode four of my podcast, West Kent Talking. I'm Martin Weber. I'm recording this in mid-December, just as warmth is returning after that solid week of snow and ice. And I need to make a confession. After a whole week of freezing temperatures, we could take it no longer. We abandoned frugality and we left the gas central heating on all night for two nights running. It was such bliss to be able to go to bed without four layers of clothing on and to wake up and go down to a kitchen to make the morning coffee where it was 15 degrees instead of 10 degrees. I'm left thinking that it's just such a shame that we can't have the beautiful snowy landscapes without the biting cold. By the way, if you want to see how glorious Southborough's trees, fields and landmarks looked, then do check out my blog, Southborough News. There are plenty of pictures there of snow, snowmen and snowwomen. December is always a good time to reflect. So that's what we'll be doing in this podcast. 2022 was the year in which we started with a queen and ended with a king. And I thought I'd publish on the podcast three interviews I recorded in the days after we learnt the sad news one Thursday evening in September that Queen Elizabeth II had died. She inspired so many people. So you're about to hear three interviews with local residents remembering the Queen. There's the Mayor of Southborough, Diane Hill, and former Magistrate Peter Blackwell, who had a memorable conversation with Her Majesty. First, though, this is the Mayor of Tunbridge Wells, Godfrey Bland. It turns out he was one of the first people to see the new Queen Elizabeth in 1952. I was a schoolboy in Kenya, in Nairobi, in 1952. And when Princess Elizabeth came to visit, on a royal visit, we school children all stood by the side of the road, waving our Union Jacks as she rolled past, and she waved back to us. And then, a few days later, we stood by the road to the airport and watched as now Queen Elizabeth drove past on her way to the flight that would take her back to London. It was an amazing combination of seeing a young woman go past us as a princess and coming back a few days later as our queen. What was the mood? Was it, was it shock that this had happened while she was away from the UK? Complete shock, I think. It was going to be a mixture of a state visit and a happy holiday. And then suddenly the news came that the king had died and she was queen and had to return home. Everybody was very shocked. And since then, the Queen has performed her duty with such devotion. What would you say about her reign? When she was 21, she promised to the world, really, that she would serve her country and the Commonwealth for the rest of her life. And she certainly kept that promise. She's been an amazing Queen. She's seen the country through hard times and good times and has been a constant rock on whom we could all depend, whatever was going on. Explain how the last few days have been for you. How did you hear the news? Uh, I was in a meeting when my son called and told me that she'd died. I was stunned, e even though I, like everybody, knew that it had to happen sometime and that it was probably going to be sooner rather than later. 
Still, the fact that it had happened came as a shock. My son was in tears when he called me, and I must admit that I cried too when I heard the news. Having been there in the first hours that she was Queen, it must be a major moment for you in your life. Yes, it is. Though I was born under the reign of her father, King George VI, I have been singing God Save the Queen for 70 years and have really got quite used to it. So now we must sing God Save the King and our new king will serve us well. He's had a 70-year apprenticeship at the feet of a master of her art. What have you seen in terms of reaction from people generally in Tunbridge Wells in the last few days? Great sorrow, but also great hope that King Charles will be the equal of his mother in dedication and service. There's a great deal of goodwill behind him. And even though we share his grief at the passing of his mother, there is a great feeling of goodwill towards him and his new role. That was the Mayor of Tunbridge Wells, Godfrey Bland. Next, I turn to the Mayor of Southborough, Diane Hill. What were her thoughts on the Queen's 70-year reign? I have to say the Queen, over many, many years, a long reign, did achieve quite a lot of things that we don't really acknowledge. If we think that in 1952, when she came to the throne, it was very much a man's world. And if we think it was not until 1970 when the Equality Act came in or 75 when we got the Sex Discrimination Act that came in, that women really had any sort of equality, although we're still fighting for it. But she, she had to fight those things. But I also think that maybe having the Duke of Edinburgh by her side was a big help towards her. But she was very young and I wonder how many of us could actually, you know, have done that at such a young age really and with young children but she's been admired and and renowned throughout the world actually the commonwealth countries you know we we see the outpouring of love and devotion from canada say and and i know i have friends in america who, who are really upset about it all and we see the flowers and and you know she touched people's hearts in a way that i think we all grew up with her and She just did lots of things for us that we really don't know how she opened things up for women Um, with her children. It must have been difficult, very difficult. In, uh, I mean, really, when you have young children, you just want to spend time with your children. But she had to go off around the world and and she always had that dignity about her. So what did you think when you heard the sad news last week? I think in the beginning it... I don't think it really hit like, oh, the Queen's dead. Well, she's old and, you know, maybe we expected that. But I think it was the next day when it it sort of hit and you thought, oh, wow, the Queen's died. We've only ever known the Queen. She's on our banknotes. She's everywhere. We've grown up with her. And she, she has, whether we liked it or not, she has been a part of our lives. So I felt quite saddened about it. And how has the Town Council of Southborough and High Brooms been marking the news? So on Thursday, our um, finance person 
went up Thursday evening to lower the flag to half-mast, which, you know, has to be a third of the way down. And then we had to put it back up for the proclamation. You also attended the proclamation at the borough of Tunbridge Wells on Sunday. How important was that ceremony? I think it's quite important, really, because although we say, oh, well, Charles is the king, but you need to put that out a bit like a town crier in a way, isn't it? You know, you have to put that out to the people. And it was a very nice, simple service. Nothing like what we saw in London, which was unbelievable. No one does pageantry like we do. As the mayor, you go out and talk to people quite a lot. Are they they talking about the Queen? I think for the first couple of days, people were a bit shell-shocked in a way. People do have stories to tell about the Queen. If It's like, oh, I was at the Kent show and I saw her and I waved to her and I think she, I'm sure she waved back to me. You know, people have these stories. So, yeah, people are talking and they will be talking for years about this because she's 70 years. It's a long time, isn't it? <laughs> the Mayor of Southborough, Diane Hill. The proclamation ceremony for the new monarch was held in towns across Kent on Sunday, September the 11th. In Tunbridge Wells, spectators gathered under clear blue skies in front of the War Memorial statue of a soldier. The Tunbridge Wells Mayor, Godfrey Bland, in his ceremonial robes, made this announcement. Whereas it has pleased Almighty God to call to his mercy, our late Sovereign Lady, Queen Elizabeth II, of blessed and glorious memory, by whose decease the crown of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland is solely and rightfully come to the Prince Charles, Philip Arthur George. We, therefore, the Lords spiritual and temporal of this realm and members of the House of Commons, together with other members of Her Late Majesty's Privy Council, and representatives of the realms and territories, aldermen and citizens of London, and others, do now hereby, with one voice and consent of tongue and heart, publish and proclaim that the Prince Charles Philip Arthur George is now, by the death of our late sovereign of happy memory, become our only lawful and rightful liege lord, Charles III. By the grace of God of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, and of his other realms and territories, King, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the Faith, to whom we do acknowledge all faith and obedience with humble affection beseeching God, by whom kings and queens do reign, to bless his majesty with long and happy years to reign over us. Given at St. James's Palace on the 10th day of September, in the year of our Lord, 2022. God save the king. God save the king. God save the King. Three cheers for His Majesty the King. Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! 
Finally, in this podcast, here's an account of one actual conversation with the Queen. Peter Blackwell was born in Tunbridge Wells in 1944 and worked as a local telephone engineer. He became a magistrate in Tunbridge Wells in 1971. He then gave decades of service on the bench, which led him to meeting the Queen in 2006. Peter Blackwell attended the Tunbridge Wells proclamation ceremony and spoke to me afterwards. He began by taking me back to the year of the Queen's coronation. My grandmother sold the piano to Murdoch's in the High Street with a part exchange for a television in the spring of 1953. It was a little black and white 12-inch set. We lived in Prospect Road in those days, and we had nearly 20 people in our front room on June the second, the coronation day, to watch the coronation in black and white on a little tiny 12-inch screen. But it was, well, it was magical. It was absolutely magical. So you have very special memories of the Queen because of the fact that you actually met her. I met our beloved Queen just after her actual 80th birthday in May 2006. It was a special 80th birthday party in Buckingham Palace, to which members of the public were invited from across the country that had done something or other in their 80 years. I had an invitation from the Lord Chancellor to go to Buckingham Palace, so I thought, well, this is this is a bit swish. But then, of course, I got a letter explaining to me from the Lord Chancellor that you represent the magistrates of England and Wales, the thirty thousand. You're going to represent me because you've already done thirty-five years, which made me quite pleased. And I'm standing there in the line in the big room. The Queen enters through the doors are flung open, and the Queen comes through and she starts talking to somebody on the left, goes across to somebody over here, there, at an angle of forty-five degrees, working herself down the room. And I st- stood there. We'd all been told you don't say anything unless you're spoken to. And I stood there, and I just smiled. And the Queen walked straight up to me. Everyone else there was 80 because it was her 80th year, and she wanted people there to be who were sharing her birth year. So I obviously wasn't. And she said, "What are you doing here?" And in that tone too. So I thought I'd better explain. So I said, "I've been commanded by the Lord Chancellor to come and represent the magistrates of England and Wales because I have done." 35 years so far, and uh, uh, he felt it appropriate to ask me to do it. Oh, that's that's marvellous service! I said, "Well, thank you." And she said, uh, "I do hope you know you, you you get things from doing that." And I said, "Well, I've just been appointed a deputy lieutenant to look after things for the Lord Lieutenant of Kent." Oh, that's marvellous! So I said, "Well, it will be." I said, "If if I behave myself, ma'am, by the time I get to 70, I will have done 43 years." As a magistrate, and then she looked at me and smiled, and she said, "Well, then you've jolly well got to behave yourself." And I said, "Yes, well, I'll do my level best." Well, I did, and I, I did retire after 43 years. So I thought I'd better send her a little letter to say I've completed my service. And I had a wonderful letter back from a lady in waiting to say that the Queen commands me to tell you that she remembers the conversation. And this is from Balmoral Castle in the summer of the year that I retired. And congratulates you, and I just felt so touched, you know, by the fact I'd spoken to the Queen. Now, as a deputy lieutenant, on all the important occasions through until I retired in 2019, like jubilees, I used to go out to schools to tell them about why, what was the importance of a jubilee and the monarchy and the Commonwealth and those sort of topics. And the teachers always used to say to the children, "No, has anybody got questions here for the?" 
deputy lieutenant. I used to wear a sword, so I used to take my sword with me, and they always wanted to see my sword. But inevitably, the first question would, would be from the children, have you ever met the Queen? And of course I said, well, yes, I have, actually. Well, tell us about it. So I, I then had to sort of abridge the answer by saying, well, actually, I, I told the Queen that if I behave myself, I'd get to 43 years of service. And the Queen immediately told me, I've got to behave myself. So there you are, children, I used to say. I've been told to behave myself, so when you're told to behave yourself by your good teachers, just remember that. <laughs> so there, there's a little story for you. I've come here today to remember her 70 years of service, um, which I think is wonderful. She's such a loss to us. But God save the King. God save the King. May he serve us as well as his mother. Thank you. Peter Blackwell. Thanks for listening to West Kent Talking. There'll be many more important local issues and interesting people on this podcast in 2023.